And I also wanted to ask you about the limiting beliefs that these people or female entrepreneurs might have around money. And you also talk about spiritual relationship with money or feelings about money. So, yeah. So for me, spiritual, I'll just start with the spirituality because I believe that that's what's all encompassing and spirituality for some, it, it doesn't have anything to do with religion. It has more to do with how you see the world and how you believe that the world is connected. And from that perspective, money is not really a thing. Money is more of an energy. And if you have blocks to energy, you also have blocks to money. And what I mean by this is if you can think about yourself in a, this is where the confidence comes in. If you are in a confident state, if you are in a joyful state, if you are in a playful state, all of those states tend to generate more energy than, for example, a stressed out state or a fearful state or you know, an angry or anxious state. So really when I'm working with my clients, it's about finding what are the energies that the states that you need to be in more often so that you can generate more money and more energy. And everything Mm -hmm. is connected in my worldview, in my paradigm. And when you can zoom out far enough to see that, that's when you can use those forces, if you will, to help you grow. So when you see that money isn't necessarily something physical that's being exchanged between a client and you, but you can rather see it as part of a greater ecosystem where you are providing value in the world and this particular client is just one of the one of the ways that your the universe is is paying you, if you will, it, giving you that exchange of energy because of what you put out in the world. So that's that's a little bit about the spiritual relationship with money. When it comes to the yeah. feelings, a lot of us, and this goes into what you talked about, awareness. A lot of us are completely numb to what it is that we're feeling and thinking about things. And we're mostly running off of subconscious programs and we don't put much thought into it. So we don't ask questions about, you know, why, why am I charging what I'm charging or how come all my clients consistently are late with their payments or uh, how do I feel about charging this number versus this number? And what do I do with the money? How do I feel when the money comes into my account? And so if you can look at asking for money, the process of receiving money and the process of having and using money, how do you think and feel? And a lot of us, when we start asking those questions, 
and we start paying attention using our awareness, we can see that we have a lot of thoughts and emotions around money that are not that comfortable and that are full of fear. And we have beliefs about money or asking and receiving and using money that make us feel stressed out. And when we can become aware of that, that's when we can change those things. And we won't be able to change them until at least awareness is in place. And when it comes to the self-worth conversation, a lot of women, and this goes for men too, but again, this is a special thing for women, is that we can often see that we deliver value in the world, but when we go to charge money or ask for money, we suddenly revert back to, oh, well, I'm a nice person, or I want to people please, or or I want to make sure that this person stays around me and likes me. And so if I give them a discount or I don't charge that much, maybe they'll stay around. And if they stay around, that means that I'm a good person. So that's a mm-hmm. very simple way to, to a simple example of what happens around money and charging. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's incredible. And, uh, you know, I was just wondering, uh, these questions are uh, really, really important. And uh, so what are those? So you mentioned a couple of things, but what are those uh, limiting beliefs that you might have experienced with yourself or with other clients, female entrepreneurs? Like, what are those beliefs around money, limiting beliefs that they that they have? So I mentioned some of them, which has to do with, oh, well, maybe I I can lower my rates or if I give a discount or, you know, maybe I can keep them around or they'll think I'm a better person if I don't charge that much. Mm. Um, Another subset is that money and clients feel limited and that we have to hold on to we have to play small so that we don't quote unquote rock the boat and make clients or money go away. Mm-hmm. So we have this scarcity mindset kind of gripping the, the money that we have and having a fear that the sh- other shoe might drop or that something bad is going to happen. And so a lot of entrepreneurs play small in that realm And instead of focusing on value, they focus on, let me just make sure that I don't push clients or money away by charging too much or asking for too much. And they stay small. They stay, you know, within a, and this is how you also create income ceilings, you know, and you get maxed out. You're on the verge of burnout and you can't physically work anymore but you're also your income has stayed stuck for a period of like 6 6 months or more that's when you can look at what those limiting beliefs are what do you believe about money and charging money and finding new clients or finding new business yeah that's a that's a great question there uh what do you believe 
to be true uh, about money or something like that that can pull out some information already because I wanted to get back to questions mm-hmm. questions around um, questions about <laughs> limiting beliefs around money mm-hmm. and eliciting those beliefs in some ways and also another question would have been like where are those beliefs coming from right mm-hmm. for example if someone is listening like am i even aware of those beliefs where are those beliefs coming from how could i you know just become aware of those beliefs around money let's say yeah so great question so i believe that we all are you know as human beings we have layers and layers and layers of our being of our, our of our subconscious as you mm-hmm. you know we've been programmed from the moment that we are born and science is also showing that we're imprinted even in the mother's womb and now also science is showing that genes can skip generations and show up in later generations which if you look at it from a an emotional standpoint we can also have beliefs passed down to us and even skip generations because trauma and trauma what i'm talking about here this is it also goes hand in hand with limiting beliefs it's an imprint in your nervous system that affects your genetic expression so a limiting wow. belief can be passed down generationally through your genes so as an example and this is a this is someone i worked with a, an amazing woman i worked with a few years ago who she was stuck at $150,000 in revenue and she had been doing a number of things to break through that glass ceiling but she was starting to lose hope and luckily she found me and so she flew from New York to where I was living in San Francisco at the time and yeah. we discovered in the process that she actually had limiting beliefs that were passed down to her three from three generations ago. And I know you're thinking, how is this even possible? And it's, this is when we work with the unconscious mind, we can actually find very deep rooted limiting beliefs. And she was able to confirm that, I mean, she didn't know anything about her great grandparents, but she mm-hmm. learned after the process, she reached out to her parents and sure enough, her great grandfather had lost everything in one of the world wars. He had built up a whole fortune that he lost in one of the world wars and they had since moved their entire family to the US and never spoken about the tragedy of the loss. And so she discovered that her her revenue ceiling was held in place by a limiting belief that if she makes a lot of money she's going to lose it all mm. so that is wow. one example of a very deep rooted limiting belief that 
it may not be that easy, quite honestly, to find it on your own. But if you're working with a professional who is trained to elicit this and look at the patterns in your life and look at how you relate to money and business, you will be able to find these things. Because after or within six months of her breakthrough session, she increased her revenue with 58%. And she attributes that solely to being able to identify the greatest, most potent limiting belief that in fact was never hers to begin with. 